BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is ridiculous. You know, I love that Kyrie made this track because it just embodies his on and off the court antics. Because in general, I know the Grammys are tonight and this track should already have multiple Grammys. Because let me tell you, this is a classic. But in all seriousness, let's get into Kyrie Andrews Irving. Description of his new teammate. Kyrie, I know and listen to you how much respect you have for Luca. What is it about him that makes him such a difficult cover? Uh, I think first we, we got to discuss just how long he's been playing professional basketball. I think it's so respect right off the bat. 15, 15 years old, so he's used to seeing. So many dif- defenses, so many dif- uh, you know different roles that he highly played. regarded in the mind of Andrew Irvin. And now that he's in the NBA, I mean, you just see him. He plays at an incredible pace. Um, incredible. He makes great. Even though I would say that Luca plays the slowest pace of basketball I've ever seen. But you, anyways, you know, we're getting into Kyrie praising Luca, so let's focus on that. Great decisions. Most of the offense goes through him, and uh, he takes his time a lot, and he gets to the free throw line. So he definitely makes, takes you know, his time. All the of the game of basketball and uh, uses it to his advantage and all the rest of the, the guys around him play the role. Maximizes all the rules of basketball translates into the athleticism it's lacking. Now, I know that may be a reach, but for the most part, when you maximize the rules of basketball, it's because you can't really use your athleticism to, to, to kind of throw some of the rules of basketball to the side. You know, like sometimes, you know, if you throw a bad pass, it's just going out of bounds. But if you're throwing a bad pass to LeBron, he may just jump up there and put his elbow in the rim as he dunks it. So that's that's how I interpret what he's saying right now. Oh, really well. So they're they're a good team and they're only getting better. Uh, and again, I'm glad we got to see. Oh, best believe they're only getting better because you, <laughs> you know who's coming. Uh, a team like this that, you know, down the line, 
um, the continuity that they have in the trust because they've been through certain battles. You can see it and they don't panic. Um, All right. That's enough praise. That's enough praise from Kyrie. Basically, if you don't know what this whole segment is about, after that long introduction, the Brooklyn Nets have officially traded Kyrie Andrew Irving to the Dallas Mavericks for some guys who play basketball. So for the most part, um, the, the whole thing about this trade is Kyrie is sent to the Dallas Mavericks instead of the Lakers, which everybody wanted Kyrie Andrew Irving to go to the Lakers, even myself included. But when you look at his tenure at Brooklyn Nets, nobody's really willing, nobody's willing to give him a long-term contract because of his antics off the court, of course, because on the court, I mean, he's just amazing, spectacular, the best dribbler we've ever had or ever seen, you know, so on the court is not really a problem. It's off the court, of course. So a lot of teams are hesitant to give him a long-term deal. That's why you heard a lot of teams coming to the mix, like the, uh, the Suns, Miami, Clippers. Clippers, I just think, came to the fray to to try to uh, spite the Lakers. Like, I don't really think they wanted Kyrie, but, you know, that's besides the point. And the Mavericks are also sending – no, no, no. The Nets are also sending – Marquise Morris, which I had no idea. You know, the whole time I was looking at this, it was like Kyrie's going to Dallas, and Marquise Morris is probably just reading the the uh, what what they call him the tea leaves, and he's probably just like, man, what about me? Like I play basketball too, but you know, anyways, that's besides the point. And then the Nets also receive a 2029 first round pick and 2027 and 2029 second round pick. So you tell me what they're gonna do with that because I have no idea. You can't really replace replace Kyrie, but you can replace the the sanity that you lost by having a guy like Cam, uh, Kyrie on your team. So what I really wanted to get into is just breaking down the the mix of Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. Doncic, I think that's how you say his name. I don't know. Anyways, Kyrie and Luka, I feel like well potentially claim the throne as the as the worst defensive duo in the league because Luka doesn't play defense and Kyrie for sure does not play defense I mean he can in certain spurts but for the most part I mean for the opposing players it's probably just going to be layup lines after layup lines and a race to see who can score 130 points the fastest because it's going to be an all-out scoring fest with whoever plays um, the, the Mavericks. I know what Maverick fans are probably saying because I looked it up. You know, I had, I had to be factual with this whole uh, analysis, right? So basically, when I, look, when I looked at the Mavericks, which surprisingly, they're eighth in opponents' uh, points per game, which basically means they don't allow as many points from the opposing team as most of the other teams in the National Basketball Association. Now, the 30th and assists per game, which I don't see how that's the point, uh, how that's the case when you have Luka, but maybe because the the ball the ball is in Luka's hands so much, maybe that's why the whole team dynamic is like more of Luka and him getting assists in the team, but you know, that's besides the point. Um, points per game is at 24th, which adding Kyrie Irving would definitely bump that up, but as far as the opponent's, opponent's points per game, it's definitely not going to stay at 8th with Kyrie on your team. Now, as a Kyrie Andrew stand, I feel like well, Kyrie Andrew Irving stand. I feel like you may think I'm, I'm being harsh on the whole trade, which I kind of am because when a player specifically wants to go to a location like the Lakers and you send them to the Mavericks, 
it reminds me of the Kawhi Leonard situation with the Toronto Raptors. You get a rental for the sake of winning a championship, knowing that potentially, not even potentially, he's going to leave in the summer. Even if they win the championship, he's going to leave for the Lakers in the summer. I mean, who wouldn't want to play in L.A. out of all places with the greatest of all time? So anyways, um, Luca. then I went to his stats, you know, because I had to keep this factual. He's averaging 33, 8, and 8. He's almost averaging 9 rebounds per game. So it, it really is 33, 9, and 8. Kyrie, on the other hand, he is averaging 27, 5, and 5. So the mix of Kyrie and Luka offensively will be a nasty combination to see because, of course, Luka is going to be setting up Kyrie every three seconds. I mean, a lot of people contribute or they compare the offensive part of Luka's game to Harden. And I know what you're probably saying. That's blasphemy. They don't even play the same, all that type of stuff. But the amount that the the, um, the amount of like the percentage with the ball being in Luca's hands is very high. So as far as him not really letting other letting others determine how the offense is ran, it's, it's kind of James Harden esque, and the numbers kind of prove it because the 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 points and assists is very similar to what Harden used to do back when he was at Houston. But now, when you look at Luca and Kyrie on the offensive end, I think it will work similar to when James Harden was on the Brooklyn Nets, where. Kyrie will will willingly, because it's not like he has a choice, let Luka dominate the basketball and just play off the ball as a shooting guard. Now, will that be convenient for him? Probably not. But that's how he played when James Harden was on the Brooklyn Nets. He was like, you're the point guard, I'm the shooting guard. So he'll probably do the same thing here with Luka. How will that work? I don't think it will. Because, of course, you got KD alongside Harden and Kyrie to kind of offset the defensive laps. But... With Luka and Kyrie, of course, I don't know the whole Mavericks roster. So, you know, there could be some defensive lockdown on the Mavericks that I do that I have no idea about. But every time I've seen the Mavericks in the playoffs, they've, well, for one, they do have the Clippers number. But for the most part, when they run into the Warriors or they run into the Suns, I think they get sent home. Wait, no, I think they sent the Suns home last year. So I think it's whenever they run into the Warriors or they run into, is it the Grizzlies? It was one of those. Basically, the top teams in the West, I don't think is scared of this acquisition of Kyrie by any stretch of the imagination, which is why I pulled up the, the standings for the NBA. Because, of course, we got to have some type of picture when we're looking at the Western Conference. Now, do I think this acquisition of Kyrie makes them better than the, than the Nuggets? Actually, do. Actually, do think because the, the, the um, what's his name? The Nickel... But his name, yeah, I can't say his name. But Jokic um, and Murray is not a better combination than Kyrie and Luka. And as far as a team, I feel like once you get into the playoffs, your superstars really tend to take over. So I feel like they could beat the Nuggets. So I feel like the Nuggets is kind of like what the um, the Raptors were back in, what, was it 2017, 2018, when it was the number one seed but got, like, beat by LeBron. Basically, I, be, I feel like the superstars will 
overpower the Nuggets. Now the Grizzlies on a bet. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly. When you place your first wager at bet MGM, simply download the bet MGM app and sign up using code champion 150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The hand matches up really well with the Mavericks. So I don't think they're better than the Grizzlies. The Kings, I feel like it's another Toronto Raptors situation where they play well in the regular season, but in the playoffs, not so much. The Clippers, I mean, <laughs> bro, <laughs> I keep bringing up LeBron and the Raptors, but I think it's perfect as far as the equivalent right here. Luka has been dominating the Clippers for so long now. They might, they might as well just call it the L.A. <laughs> the L.A. Lucas because every time they go out there, they just lose to Luka like he's just like just Jesus with sneakers on. You know what I mean? So the Clippers, I mean, for some reason, they're just scared of Luka. I mean, it got to a point. I remember one game, Luka was giving them buckets so bad that one of the, the big men on the team, I forget his name, but he called him something that he got. I don't know if he got suspended or fined for, but let's just say he said some um, – derogatory term he sent some derogatory terms towards Luca's way and it was pertaining to his race and that's how i'm gonna leave it at because that's how you know you just get demolished on the basketball court when you result to name calling hey he just got your number so Luca by himself can beat the clippers and i don't care who they have uh the Suns, on the other hand Luca definitely has devin's number devin bookers and then you look at number six it's the mavericks uh the warriors on the other hand I honestly think Curry's been hurt too long to get a rhythm, and they're really struggling to be above 500, so I'm not too worried about them. And the only other team I'm worried about from eight under is the Pelicans at number 10. And I say that because you're probably wondering why I'm saying like a 500 team may be able to beat the Mavericks. But if you look at the Western Conference, it's pretty competitive from four down. From the fourth seed all the way down, the what's it called the differential is not as a uh, high it's like a one to two game differential as far as like going from like let's say the 11th seed to the fourth seed like that's how close it is in the western conference in the eastern conference let me see in the eastern conference it is more from the sixth seed down that's close and, and differential and, and not really because the the 15 and the 14 seed well the hornets and the pistons have lost 40 games which i didn't even know that was possible but um anyways Cause we're only like halfway through the season, I believe, and there's only 82 games. Like, y'all know how atrocious that is, like to lose 40 games. But it is the National Basketball Association, so that's besides the point. Um, so now that I look at this, I could say that Dallas Mavericks is definitely a contender. I mean, I I, I feel like that goes without saying. You know, it's not like I'm saying, oh, they just have no shot. But the Grizzlies and what's that say? 
wow it's really only the Grizzlies no, no no and the Pelicans yeah the Grizzlies and the Pelicans I think is an overall better team than the Mavericks I know that may be crazy for some people but I really feel like Ja and Zion is the future of the league now obviously um Luca's there you know and obviously Jason's there but he's on the other side of the conference and then if you look at Booker I mean every time he's matched up against Luca. I don't know what it is, but Luca just bullies him like a kid getting his lunchbox taken. So, um, yeah. So that's the whole standing situation. I can see Mavericks moving up. I didn't even know that it was at six. That's pretty good. Uh, but the Western Conference is so close that these standings really don't matter unless you're like the Lakers, which they have like twenty nine games, twenty nine games lost. And the next one is thirty nine, and the next one is forty. So those are the three worst teams in the Western Conference. So those teams are just atrocious, which is why. LeBron's probably throwing a humongous fit in the uh, front office right now. Just, just, bro. <laughs> he, he's probably saying some unthinkable things to Genie Bus right now. Let's just leave it at that. So, anyways, um, the Mavericks as a whole, I feel like can compete. But I feel like the Memphis Grizzlies and the Pelicans are a better team overall. And then also, what else? So, I went, I got past the Dallas Mavericks, the NBA, Kyrie stats, Lucas stats the season okay yeah that was basically it uh, that's all i really wanted to get into because as far as the the trade there's a lot of uh intricacies that go along with giving a pickup right like in general not a lot of people know that markeith morris went to the uh mavericks as well because i mean to be frank i mean they don't they don't care but <laughs> but um spencer dinwiddie going to the nets is basically like a reunion because uh i think they booted not booted but they traded spencer for was it katie I think they traded for KD. I don't know. Somehow they got KD, and they had to give away a lot of their young talent, like Karis LeVert. I think they gave away Spencer Dinwiddie. I think they gave away, um, who is, uh, D'Angelo Russell, I believe. They gave away a lot. But the first-round picks is, is very interesting because it's in 2029. And let me tell you something. If uh, we get to 2029 and Kyrie doesn't have another championship to his belt, I'm going to be very upset. Because as a Kyrie stand, it's about it's it's a hey, it's it's about time we get another celebration on the national stage. And I feel like it won't happen with the Mavericks. It could. I'm not saying it's definitely not going to happen, but it definitely could happen. But I don't think it will because um, I feel like the Memphis Grizzlies and the Pelicans are just really the face of like Zion and John Morant. I think will be the face of the league. And if no, they're definitely not now. But, but in the near future, I feel like they will take over. I think it will be Jason, Luca, John Morant, and Zion. I'm probably leaving somebody out. Who am I leaving out? Let me look on the Eastern Conference. Who am I leaving out? I mean, Giannis is Giannis. Like, he's going to be... Giannis is, like, on a whole nother level. So, who else? Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I mean, Trey Young, I don't know what happened to him. I mean... I don't know if he just like. I don't know if he he just disliked his coach so bad that he started playing like trash. But um, yeah, he's not. He's definitely not him. So you have Jason, and then you have John Morant, and then you have Luca, and then you have Zion. And I feel like those are the generational talents, which like contradicts itself when you have four generational talents. But I guess the National Basketball Association is so talented these days that it's like. You know, you, you kind of get what you uh, get, especially with Luka moving like a snail and still averaging almost a triple-double. Like, I don't understand. But um, I bet it's very frustrating for, like, athletic people to go against Luka because the way he, like, gets past people who are super athletic with his, like, 
snail-like pace is just insane. Like, you really have to watch the way that Luka plays basketball, which is why Kyrie said in his interview, let me see if I can play it again, that he maximizes the whole uh, NBA rule book. Like, hold on, let's see Kyrie talking about Luka right here. I'm sure overseas, and now that he's in the NBA, I mean, you just see him. He plays at an incredible pace. Uh, he makes great decisions. Most of the offense goes through him, and uh, he takes his time a lot. And he gets to the free throw line, so definitely takes his time. All the rules of the game of basketball. And I think that's the key quote right there. Hold on, let me play this again for y'all who missed he gets it. To the free throw line, so he maximizes on all the rules of the game of basketball. And, and right there, it's like one of the biggest compliments you can give to a player because. I play Luca. You just look at him. <clears throat> like if he just walked into like a gym or something for open for pickup, I don't think he's gonna like imagine okay, imagine like Luca walking in, right? And that person like like Zion or or John Morant walking in, like who who are you gonna take over? <laughs> like you're looking at the physique, you're looking at them warm up, flying, you know, hitting their head on the rim accidentally. And then you know what I mean, who you who you gonna pick up? You know what I'm saying? And then in the NBA, it's totally different. Like Luca's just dominating, so um, yeah, it's not gonna be a love fest for Luca, so I'm not. I'm about to end this soon. But for the most part, uh, that, those are my two cents. As always, um, I'm not as ex excited for this mix of talent because if Kyrie, James Harden, and KD couldn't get it done, granted it was in Brooklyn under Steve Nash, who couldn't coach at all, and Mavericks obviously, um, Jason, Jason Kidd, I think it's Jason Kidd is the coach, right? I don't know. I can't. Um, I don't think I have the Mavericks pulled up anymore. Who is the Mavericks coach? It's Jason Kidd, right? I don't know. I think it's Jason Kidd. But uh, basically, I think Jason Kidd got their defense um, to a point where it's like night and day from where he before he took over. So, of course, he's a good coach. And um, he'll probably do wonders for Kyrie as far as uh, helping him play defense, like, slightly better. Like, hopefully. Because, <laughs> of course, uh, what's his name? Vaughn from from um, Brooklyn Nets. I mean, he did an okay job coaching. But um, well, I say okay. They had, like, the best record when he came on. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I attribute that to KD and Kyrie. So, um, to wrap this up, basically all I want to say is the Mavericks are definitely in contention for the NBA Finals. But my ultimate pick, as far as, like, if I had to give my midseason pick, will be would be um who's on the eastern conference again i keep forgetting oh it would be the celtics and the grizzlies that's what i think is going to be the um in the nba finals so my pick for the nba finals is celtics and grizzlies now i know y'all may disagree with that of course for the um for people who disagree you know click my link tree in my bio make sure to uh message me on one of my social medias and let me know do you think that this trade for Kyrie Irving to go to the Dallas Mavericks will end up getting Luka his first ring and Kyrie his second? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.